Welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast. I'm your host Deepak Sharma and my mission is to make the best of the one life I have by realizing my potential. And that's why I have these conversations with high performers from all walks of life to level up my health, wealth and happiness. Thanks for joining me on this journey. This week I chat with Dan Clark, CEO of Brain FM, an app that curates functional music scientifically proven to help you focus better, sleep better, meditate and get in the zone. Now you know what I'm talking about, that zone when you're looking to get some deep work done or get into some creative work or you know, you can't necessarily have your favorite songs with lyrics playing. Well, that's exactly what Brain FM is. Uh, this app helps generate music designed to stimulate parts of your brain that helps you focus but don't require your full attention. I'm really excited about this episode because I genuinely use Brain FM every single day of my life and this is not an exaggeration. I use this app to get into focus flow states and bust out work. I use it every night as white noise and I can tell you straight up from my experience that I wake up more well rested and happier when I'm using this app. At this point, it might sound like I'm sponsored by Brain FM and I'm affiliated with them. And as cool as that would be, I really just love the app that much. And so does Dan, the CEO of the company who I'm talking with today. In fact, after Dan tried Brain FM himself, he wrote the company nonstop and believed in the product so much that he offered to work for free. Two years later, he became the CEO. You won't want to miss this podcast if you care about self-development, meditation, life optimization, and high performance. This podcast is sponsored by Deep Social Brands, a digital marketing agency I co-founded which is focused on blowing up our clients on social media without spending a dime on ads. Deep Social Brands leverages organic growth apps like TikTok and Instagram, leaving clients with millions of views that translate into business value. Head over to deepsocialbrands.com to learn more. This podcast is also sponsored by Deep Drip Coffee. This is a personal passion project of mine as I've always wanted to have a physical product that can help me connect with other creators and outstanding people. And what better product to do that than with coffee where so many incredible conversations begin. Deep Drip is some of the best coffee you'll ever try and I'm not just saying that. Try it for yourself at www.deepdrip.co and use the code word DEEP10 for 10% off any bag. Enjoy this episode with Dan Clark and just remember, it's not that deep. Dan Clark, welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast. Thanks for having me. Who don't know, you are the CEO of Brain FM, one of my favorite apps on my phone, actually. So I'm, I'm very excited about this conversation. Um, for those who don't know, Brain FM is a scientifically backed uh, uh, music app kind of that that's designed to help you fall asleep calm down and and meditate focus all kinds of uh things like that through the the uh power of sound so very excited to have you on the show today and uh let's start with a little bit of your background uh how did you even come to find brain fm because i know that's a pretty interesting story yeah, yeah. So um, my background, I've, I've always been interested in technology and how you can use technology to accelerate businesses and people's goals. Um, and for a long time, um, was making websites and, you know, getting cut the companies, things like that, and growing them to the next level and moving on to the next thing. Um, I started doing that um, uh, for my actually martial arts school. So I have a secondary black belt in Krav Maga and, and mixed martial arts. And um you know, I, I found when I was, you know, really young that I, I could do this. And I actually dropped out of high school into the whole kind of uh, tech tech career that people have. Um, and I ended up finding myself as a director of, um, of different kinds of um, technology and things like that at, a, at an advertising firm. And I wasn't doing things that I felt... Um, it was really like my core values. Um, I felt like I was, you know, really optimizing making money rather than like helping people, which I really did when I was in martial arts. Um, so I, I, you know, got out of that, was looking for um, other opportunities and I tried Brain FM. Um, so not the original founder, um, but I remember trying it for my first time being very skeptical and uh, being blown away. And I was like, there's no way this works. Um, and then I tried to break it and I started reading about the, the, the technology and I was like, I have to be part of this rocket ship. Um, and I ended up calling, ended up working for free, 
um, ended up leading the tech team and then uh, becoming CEO. Um, so it's been a wild ride, um, but, but from it has been this full um, realization of, holy wow, this is something that can change the world and I want to be part of it. And, um, and now I'm leading it, which is kind of fun. That's, a, that's an amazing uh, like short synopsis of an insane story. And there's definitely a lot to unpack there. Uh, but I just, love, I, I just love the fact that you're someone who tried the app, was skeptical about it, loved it so much that, and this is something I read online, is that you called so many times to, to, to brain at them, the people who founded it, just so you could work for free. So talk to me about that a little bit, because that's something that I, I want to dive into a little bit before we go into the actual science of Brain FM and everything. Yeah, of course. Um, so where I was at um, at that time was I deeply connected to the product. Um, you know, I believe that, uh, you know, you have to find uh, like core value alignment when you're doing things, because otherwise um, it's you know, money or other things only go so far. And I, I know that because I've been there, right? Um, and I remember for the first time in a long time, it like ignited something inside of me where I was like, this can solve so many people's problems and is accessible across the whole world because it's all about smartphones um, or website or whatever. And I remember um, having a personal connection to it because I used to work from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. every single night Cause that's when I could um, figure out, like I can find my flow of flow state or whatever, where it was just like effortless and I could do double the amount of work. So that's what I did. And I used to travel all around the world and, and doing that. Um, and it didn't work when I wanted to like have a real job. Right. Um, and I just never was a morning person um, using brain FM. I was able before, you know, nine or, or before 12 o'clock in the afternoon to actually jump in and get in the same exact state it would take me till 10 p.m. to get to, and it completely changed everything. Um, and I try to break it, like I'd stay up all night and I'd put it on, or I would, you know, you know, have different diets and things like that. And I was just so convinced that I need to be part of the company that, you know, I I kind of reached out and I wasn't um, aggressive. Um, I, I think that's important. Um, I was very like, hey, I'm just following up. You know, it's been two weeks. Can we jump on a phone call? So, you know, that whole process wasn't 12 times in a week. It was probably 12 times over a month or two. Um, and then when I got on the call, I was, I, you know, did the pitch of my life basically saying like, hey, this is what I do. I know I can help you because of um, A, B, C, and D. Um, and I just want to be part of this thing and I'll prove it. Um, and that's, uh, you know, what led me to where I am today. Um, but I didn't have the intention of, you know, running the company either. It's just kind of, you know, how things, how things ended up. Sorry, man. And uh, thanks for sharing that. That's awesome. For me personally, I could give you um, a little bit of context from my point of view of why I love Brain FM so much. And, you know, just, just to be clear to everyone, I'm not affiliated with Brain FM in any way, but it's just such an amazing app that I've recommended it to so many of my friends. And it means so much to me because it's basically become a part of my every day and actually more so every night. So the use case specifically for me that like, like if you were to categorize me as like a type of brain FM customer, it's the nighttime uh, just putting on the eight hour sleep function. And it's just so incredible because I actually don't have any problem sleeping. I have like, I'm just the type of person who, I'm just so busy and, and tired throughout the day that I shut my eyes and I go to bed. I have no problem sleeping. But I just read a tweet where someone was saying, you have to use Brain FM. It's going to change your life. You're going to enter into a better REM sleep or this and that. And scientifically, I'm like, let's see what this is all about. Just kind of skeptical, the same way you were, right? And I remember the first night I tried Brain FM, the eight-hour sleep function, I just woke up without an alarm, the most refreshed I've ever like woken up ever. Just like, I just had like, I was just smiling ear to ear and just like excited for the day. And it, it was directly tied to using Brain FM's, uh, I think I used like the rainfall or something like that music yeah. in the background. And I just loved it. And, and that's why mm -hmm. 
uh, that's why we're having this conversation here today because I genuinely believe in it, uh, you know, just as much as you do. It's just amazing that an app has been distilled uh, to have music affect everything, which we all intrinsically know. But I would love uh, to dive in a little bit uh, from from your perspective into why. Why is that? Why does it work so well? And why is music um, have such a direct impact on everything we do? Yeah, great question and a lot to unpack there. Um, so, you know, music has existed for a really long time. In every single culture, um, music has been created to express um, and to celebrate. And, you know, it, it's there's all these different kinds of things that music have a history with us. Um, you know, there's a there's a human reaction to music um, and there's a process of um, mirroring that we have. So um, a higher function of this could be called something in, of entrainment, which basically mirror the environment that you're in. And one of the best ways for us to um, change our environment is through sound. Um, you can also do it with light. You can also by, you know, going to the beach, you know, kinds of things. Um, and that's some of the evolutionary things which we can dive into if we want to of, you know, how we've developed to feel calm or to feel anxious or charged up or whatever, um, because we are the descendants of people that when they heard a sound of a, a twig breaking in the woods, they were like, this is danger. I got to get out of here kind of thing. People that didn't react to that, they got eaten, you know? Um, so, you know, music has America this, this really strong... Yeah, right. Um, and then so music has this really strong effect on us. Um, and, and that's what music has always been used for. So for, you know, celebration or for, for ceremonies or whatever, because we found out at a very, you know, early time um, that music did that. And, um, you know, this isn't my specialty, but I believe, um, you know, reading and things like that is that speech and music were probably created around the same time with one or uh, the other coming first. Um, so that's how long music has existed in human society. Um, and, you know, what you're saying is even today, we, we use music to change our moods and our, and our escape. So at restaurant, elevated music, things like that. And the idea that we could use music to help our focus, relax, or sleep is not novel. Like people have been trying it. Um, people have tried to do it. You might be familiar with the term binaural beats or isochronic tones. And if you look on YouTube, there's hundreds of millions of videos showing that. And um, the idea was, you know, kind of pop science, where if you played one frequency in one ear and one frequency in another, in the middle of your brain, it would combine those and help you accelerate, you know, different, uh, you know, REM or delta waves or things like that. Um, but what happens is, is actually our brains are incredibly complex and uh, sophisticated. We have all of these different kinds of sensors in our body. We have these different filters. And we have this thing, um, which you've probably heard before, which is like homeostasis and normalization. And what we're trying to do is at all times is basically protect ourselves. So it's eat or be eaten kind of thing, right? And um, like we're saying with recognizing danger, that's really where a lot of our hearing is developed is for alerts and for things like that. And what we've been able to, to discover is that we need to have and create a more sophisticated and complicated process to be able to switch and help people, um, you know, switch into focus, relax, and sleep. And the process that we do is a little bit different. So there's different kinds of things that we understand about sound, which have certain genres or uh, through certain genres, we have different emotions tied to them. But then there's other things inside of that sound. So you have something called salience, which is the difference and contrast between sounds. So if you're in the forest and you hear that twig break, like we were saying, that's a high salience event because it didn't exist and all of a sudden it exists and goes away. And that alerts us. And that's what happens when you're hearing like a cymbal crash or a beat drop or whatever that is. And it's actually stealing attention from your, uh, what you're trying to do because it's, it, you're trying to process is that danger. And even if you've heard that, you know, that song a ton of times, you're still having, pro you're processing that. Um, similar things is uh, with speech. So if you're listening to music that uh, has speech in it, even if you're not focusing on it, you have to take some of your mental energy to block out that uh, recognition. Um, and you can still work, 
but uh, there's no real such thing as multitasking. What you're actually doing is switching from one activity to another really, really quick. And even if you are working, you're going to be more tired at the end of the day. Um, and, you know, there's some basic rules like that that we follow in our music. Then there's a whole other level of science that we've been able to develop, um, which is more sophisticated than binaural beats or isochronic tones with just these two different frequencies. But we actually um, do something called uh, neural phase locking, which we're modulating different, uh, a pattern of frequencies in a neural protocol, and we're adding it to music. Um, we're kind of disguising it with inside, inside of the genre and things like that. But what's happening is that you're, as you're listening to it, it actually syncs your functional networks in your brain to fire at the same time, which allows us to greater ease the switch into focus, but also help you stay there. Um, so what's happening is, is everyone can focus, they can relax and they can sleep, right? But um, sometimes because we're, we live in a society that is uh, told to plug in, plug out on demand, where our bodies aren't designed to do that, Sometimes it's really hard for people. And that's why, you know, you can sleep no problem. But when you're listening to Brain FM, you can sleep even better because what's happening is we're regulating that and, and making it easier to go there and then stay there, making you feel more rested. Um, and the same thing for the different other mental activities. Um, so there's a lot more I can go into there, but I, I know I'm, I'm sharing a lot of information. Uh, I just want to pause and see if you, you know, if that makes sense or if you have any kind of questions on that. Absolutely makes sense. And, uh, you know, at a, at a just intuitive level, I think we all know this stuff just from experience, just from daily life. We kind of know this stuff, but we don't know the, the science behind it or the why or, or what you just kind of explained. But for me personally, like just applying it to just layman's and just what basically you just do on a day-to-day -day basis, when I'm studying or I need to work or focus, I can't have music playing that has a lot of lyrics because then I want to sing along with the lyrics. Whether I yeah. like have, whether I have a, a willpower or whatever to ignore it and, and focus on this thing, you don't have like complete unfettered focus. So the, I think the big thing, like the biggest impact and the biggest thing that I'd kind of love to dive into a little bit more is just the society that we live in today, we've never been more distracted, right? Focus mm -hmm. is so rare and it's so hard to find. And we're constantly being pulled a million different directions, whether it's our phone, whether it's someone talking to us or, or you live in a big city, you hear honking horns or this, that. You're just constant stimuli, like so many different sensory things coming in and your brain is just trying to process it all. So kind of what I want to talk about a little bit more and dive in a little bit more is distraction and how sure. Brain FM really helps with the focus because I know you have some very, very, uh, that's the second use case for me is the, uh, the, the 90 minute creative flow state kind of thing that you use in the app. So talk to me about that and how it works, why it works. Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, with the focus thing, um, I, I agree with you. Society today is just more distracted than ever. Um, and I think it's just because you're always accessible. And, you know, if you think about your mind in a, um, trying to think of it like a, like a video game kind of thing, where you only have so many slots in your bag, right? And what's happening is that, you know, you have to think about, okay, I'm talking to Fred. Right. Am I talking to Fred on Facebook Messenger, on Instagram, on WhatsApp, on text message? You know, and what's happening is you're we're storing all the information in our head. Um, and a lot of people are like, oh, our, our memory is slipping because when I was a kid, I could remember everyone's phone numbers. Right. The difference is that you still have to remember, but now you remember in different things. Right. So we are distracted because we're our, our memory shift to something else. And then we, have, we feel this. Um, um, anxiety sometimes of being able to check everything, not, you know, not letting anything down or, and, and there's just constant, you know, grabs for our attention. And then you have, you know, these, these apps like Facebook and Instagram, things like that, that are designed to make sure that you use them and they get your attention. Right. 
Um, screen time and app development is a very big analytical term because the more you're spending in, in the app, the, the better it is, right? So that, I think that's the first thing. Um, and you know, a lot of people that what they say is they you just get rid of phones, get rid, rid of all these other things. It's really hard to do that to stay connected in the world we live, right? Um, so you know, th there's all that stuff. Um, I believe in if technology is somewhat of the distraction, technology can also be the solution too, right? And that's you know where we're doing. So um, in Brain FM, in the focus specifically as as a thing and how it's aiding or, or removing distraction. Um, through the neural phase locking thing, the mechanism is these different modulations. Um, so they're basically, if you listen really, really closely, it's kind of like almost like the helicopter effect, like in your car, if you put the windows down, you can't really hear it unless you're paying attention. And we, it's a very subtle effect. And what we're doing is we're actually adding it in a certain pulse and in, in a certain kind of rhythm, which is allowing us to... Um, bring the oscillation of the way the brain communicates to itself through these functional networks and aligning all in the same pattern. So it's kind of like a Christmas tree where your brain is, is lights all going on all over the place in random order. And then as you're listening to our music, the brain um, starts syncing like Christmas trees. So the lights start blinking at the same time. And that's allowing us to help you stay in that focus and when you're in that flow state, in that focus state, it's easier to stay there because your brain wants to. Um, part of this, uh, these, these uh, effects of these modulations that we're adding is actually almost kind of distracting your brain just a tiny bit. So what's happening is that the, um, the part of yourself that you're, list, you're, you're working and all of a sudden you're like, what did this person say when they meant that? Or did I leave the iron on at my house? Or, oh man, I totally forgot about this. What's yeah. happening is we're actually distracting the brain just a little bit at those thoughts entering your mind. Um, and if they do enter, enter your mind, they're a little bit less, it's, it's almost like meditation for focus where you're in the flow, you're like, cool, I observe it and you just keep going. Um, so those are the effects on how it's working from a, not necessarily a neurological level, but from like a mechanism. Um, and then what I always tell people is that Brain FM is a tool, right? But Brain FM is not a solution, right? And what I mean by that is that if you have a hammer uh, or, or um, a screwdriver versus a screw gun, right? It's, it's not about what is better. It's about how you use it, right? So what I always recommend for people to use is, is use Brain FM, but also use it in a focus sprint. So you can't have TV on the back room and listening to Brain FM. You have to have your work in front of you, you know, think knowing what you're going to be doing. And then this is something that can accelerate you to run faster, um, like a wind on your back. Um, so it's it's not something that's going to do the work for you, but it's going to allow you to get in that state. So you, then you can be, you know, the top of your game when you when you do that task. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I love that you compared it to a tool because uh, I think everyone's looking for a magic pill solution to everything, right? That's kind of going back to, you know, we have this problem. The problem people are starting to identify is too much going on. The WhatsApp, the Facebook, the this, the that, like a million things, right? So, but Brain FM is not necessarily the solution, but I do think, just like you said, it's the tool. And it's something that you can use to train to get better at focusing. And that's how I've been able to kind of improve my productivity, uh, uh, so to speak, in using this tool. And mind you, sometimes it's not even Brain FM. Sometimes I'll listen to just a, genre, a particular genre of music, like more synth wave or dance or electronic music or something that just I know when I put that on, I'm going to get some amazing work done and I'm going to be less distracted. But... It's not, it's just like meditation, just like what you said. It's not gonna solve anything. It's just gonna help you kind of get a little bit more aware of, hey, boom, there's this distraction, this, this thing that's trying to take my attention away from what I want to be doing right now. Am I going to allow that to happen or am I going to focus? And that's where I think the music the sounds, the frequencies, and everything that you're talking about is so powerful. And kind of like going one step further with that a little bit, uh, with, when you kind of mentioned like the, the anxiety of all these things, right? 
uh, all these different things like like distracting us. How do you think uh, uh, Brain FM fits into these other technological advances like screen time and stuff like that that's kind of helping people become a little bit more aware of these things? How do you how do you find like how I'm trying to frame this question is like how do you see Brain FM fitting into this positive change for for focusing and, and getting better? Yeah, great question. Um, I think it's all about habits. That's the way we live our lives and the habit and, and the habits that we do. So when you sit on the couch at the end of the day, what do you sit on the couch at the end of the day? Two is do you put on Netflix? Do you, you know, where are you going? Um, we in you know, we, we do some performance trainings for, for companies. And one of the things that we always share is that um, most people, um, and this has been studied and stuff that come, they're like, oh, I've had a really long day. And they sit on the couch and they watch TV to like veg out. Um, but if you actually do like a 10 minute meditation, um, when you get home and you clear your mind and it, it takes energy to do, it's way easy just to turn on the TV. But if you actually can build the habit of meditating when you get home from work, you're actually more apt to do more things that take a lot of energy because it's, it's a recharge. Um, so instead of watching TV for the rest of the night, which, you know, is okay if that's what you want to do. Um, but we, you know, sometimes people get into the cycle where they're like, oh, I watch too much TV. I need to break it. Right. And one of the things you can do is you can meditate. Um, and it's easier with Brain FM because, again, we switch you into that state using science. Um, and then you have a little bit more energy to say, OK, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to paint. I, I want to paint. I haven't done that in a while. Or I'm going to go work out or whatever that is, because it allows us to reset, um, you know, where we are and, and repower ourselves. Um, I think that habits, you know, just play a really uh, strong role. So my habits that I use, and this may work for you or may not, is every single morning I wake up and I have an iced coffee um, and I put on Brain FM. Um, and what I do is I actually, I have a journal and I write down what I'm, what I'm going to do. So I have a quick reflection time. I write down what, to, what would take, what would make today successful. And I write down a to-do list that I have. And I do that every single time. And then as I'm doing it, then I can start planning my day out and then switch into work mode. And that is a habit that I, you know, again, do every single day, which allows me to control rather than my habits controlling me. Um, and I think that that is something that um, uh, everyone has habits, right? Like, but not a lot of people perceive them. And when you start creating habits and you use them with good tools like Brain FM, that is the difference for breaking out or, or doing something new or, or being the best version of yourself. In days where you don't follow that specific regimen, where you're just completely no journaling, nothing, and you just flow? Uh, you mean flow into work or, or just kind of flow and do, do whatever? You just have open days where, you know what, I'm going to break the habit. I'm going to not have this thing that I do every day with the iced coffee, with the journaling, with the to-do list, the emails, yep. whatever? Yeah, great question. Um, so I try not to. Um, I, I try, I mean, that's part of my work habit. So if it's like a Sunday and I'm you know not doing anything and I'm purposefully not, I, I, I won't because I, I'm trying not to work, for example. Um, but I try to stick to that routine whenever it's you know a work day for myself. Um, and, and you're right. Sometimes I don't do it. Sometimes I'm not having the great day or, or, or I didn't, I woke up, you know, wrong or whatever. Um, and sometimes I, I miss it and I go, oh, I feel off today. And then I do it at like noon. Right. Um, it's, it's something that, um, is really interesting because part of habits, um, um, are psychological, right? So there's something called priming and triggers in, in, in your brain and stuff. So if you, um, you know, like iced coffee for me is, is not really about the caffeine. It's more of the habit of having a coffee. And that's what coffee has really turned in for a lot of people. Um, you know, you don't get the same buzz when you're 16 and you had a first glass, right? Um, and, and what happens is um, some people are like, I can't start my day without coffee. But the truth is they can, <laughs> you know? Um, and, and that's why I, I, you know, I believe that we, you know, 
I try to do things as much as I can. And that's actually why I combo brain FM with coffee, because whenever I'm drinking coffee, I'm usually using brain FM. The reason I really ask that is because um, there's so much of the self-development community and the, the you know, biohacking and, and getting better and doing this. Yep. It's like, uh, it's there's always this notion of like, you know, obviously habits are important. Like, I, I don't think anyone's denying that we are basically, habits are us. Habits create mm-hmm. our, basically our existence, right? But I also think that there's this notion that uh, a lot of people me included talk about is like oh you got to do this you got to wake up you know take your cold shower meditate this that blah blah but then in reality a lot of the times that it breaks sometimes it's not perfect it's not this um it's not this 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 bible this mantra this thing that you must follow to be successful so it's cool to show that even the ceo of brain fm sometimes just doesn't do it and that's cool too it's just knowing that more days than not you do have this uh regiment this this um you know the routine the schedule for how you go about uh your day and so kind of the next question something that uh you mentioned is like kind of the going back to habits a little bit i kind of compare it to to exercise so one of the big things, like, obviously, we know one of the biggest pillars of health is movement, exercise, getting some kind of fitness activity, right? But I think we all know that once you fall off a little bit, it's so much easier to just keep perpetuating a cycle of, ah, like, uh, I feel like crap today. I'm not going to work out. I'll start on Monday, that kind of thing, right? But what you notice is that when you do exercise, when you use the habit when you force yourself to kind of do it you crave it more and you actually have more energy and that's kind of like i equate that to what you were just saying about meditation and coming home after Mm -hmm. a long day and um instead of just vegging out like you say on netflix and stuff like that making that space to meditate clears your mind and it's kind of like a fresh start like and then you have actually more energy and so i think that's one of the the important takeaways from that from what you just said there to me is it's actually more about energy management than it is about time management a lot of people like to focus on time management and i get it that's a very important starting point you should have a calendar you should block out your time you should know what you're going to do with at least your day if not your week or month right but energy management is more important we started this podcast and, and you talked about you used to travel a lot and you found a time between 10 p.m. and 4 a.m. or something like that where you found your flow. That's where you found your energy. That's where you could do the most work, right? And that's why I think the problem with giving advice to people where it's like, wake up at 5 a.m. every day, meditate, journal, this, that, it doesn't, it, it doesn't necessarily apply to everybody. And I think what, what, what's more important is finding tools and finding ex- experimenting to find your, like, your lifestyle that's going to make you maximize your energy. So if you have any thoughts yeah. on that, I'd love, love to, to dive a little bit more into that. I have so many thoughts on that. And I think you're hitting the nail on the head that energy management is true. Um, And and it's actually interesting because um, the people that, you know, try to do seven things, they wake up at 5 a.m., they take a cold shower, they do yoga, then they do a hot bath and, you know, all that stuff. That may work for some people and it's great. And those people should do that because it works for them. But then you have other people and they're like, well, this is what this successful person does. So I need to do it too. And we're all different. So one of the things I always say when people are like, how should you use Brain FM? Is I always say like, you know, you got to experiment and figure out what works for you. You said you use 90 minutes creativity, right? But other people may use 30 minutes of deep work. Some people use deep work and then they do relax and then they do another deep work. And, you know, really is, is, you know, you have this multi-tool and we're all different. Um, I use this a lot in, in work and it's also kind of in the gym. 
Um, so if you're muscling something, it's usually not healthy. Um, so if you're like really trying and straining in the gym, you're going to hurt yourself. Right. And in the same thing in work and life, you're going to do the same exact thing where you're like, all right, this doesn't feel right, but I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. And if it doesn't lock and it feels like it's easy and you look forward to it, then you may want to take a step back and say, okay, maybe I need to optimize this for me or myself. Um, and, 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 you know, doing so is about energy and management because there's some days, you know, like I'm, I know I have to do this activity and I have 90 minutes on my calendar and then I get to that activity and I'm just like, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do this 100%. So what I can do is I can muscle it and it's going to take me instead of 90 minutes, which I know it should take me, it's going to take me, I don't know, an hour and a half or at the same time, um, three hours, right? Or I can say, hey, is there something else I can do that's easy from tomorrow and replace it? And I think that's that's part of the thing on how you're creating your week and how you're creating your life is, is being able to understand your body because I don't know, I only know my body, right? And I know what people tell me that works for them, but it's really important to know, are you a morning person? Are you a night person? Are you this? Are you that? What does your job look like? What is this? And you know, everyone has just different, everyone's different and that's awesome. And we just need to figure out what works for us. Here, do you think that uh, a future iteration of Brain FM help, would help uh, like people personalize their experience even more? Uh, I can say resoundly yes, because that's something we're working on right now. I know, and it makes a lot of sense, right? It, it, just from what we're talking about, everyone's different, but we do have some things that are the same. And when... That, that's my problem with uh, like kind of like the, the Gary V hustle culture and the, 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 the people out there who are just peddling like a cookie cutter kind of solution to how to be successful is just like what you said there, right? It's, it's, it's different, experiment, throw things at the wall, see what sticks and do more of that. Optimize for you. And so that's why I'm very excited to see where Brain FM is going to go uh, with that as well because... I've recommended the app to people and some people just, it just doesn't stick. It's just like, why would I play some weird funky noises at night while I'm sleeping? I would rather listen to Drake or I would rather listen to just something while I'm working or, or something like that, right? And it's just, uh, you, again, you don't want to force it on anybody and that's not what you guys do at all. But I feel like I want to like get people to know the benefits of doing something like this because it's just impacted me in such a positive way. Like my sleep has never been better. And I, I, I'm like, I told you, I don't have a problem with sleep. Like I, I never did, but I've been tracking it as well with, uh, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with whoop. Uh, I, I use a mm -hmm. whoop strap and I, the, the, the difference has been night and day to see like how my sleep has been. Um, so kind of uh, shifting gears a little bit, I wanted to ask you personally, what other kind of things do you do to optimize your day outside of using Brain FM? Uh, you know, you said you, you meditate, you, you journal. What other kind of things do you do personally that, you know, not saying everyone has to do it, but that you personally really subscribe to? Yeah, so I guess... Um... I'm one of the things that I'm always doing is always trying new things. Um, that's kind of like a habit that I just love. Um, so I always try to find something that works for me and then I do it for a few weeks and then I say, okay, how can this be improved? Um, or how can this change? Um, so one of the things that I do, um, I guess for, for enhancing productivity and stuff is, is that morning routine, like, which I mentioned. Um, and, you know, really figuring out what, the, you know, I have to do, all that stuff. Other stuff that's really helpful is how I plan my day. So um, it, it, outside of the morning routine, I'm actually trying to divide tasks into work sprints or blocks of time where I'm saying, okay, for the next 90 minutes, I'm going to do A, B, C activity. Maybe it's one thing, maybe it's two things. And I put everything on do not disturb. Right. So I flip my phone over. I put do not serve on my computer. I don't have Facebook open, like things like that. And then I actually write it down on a piece of paper. Um, I'm very big on having digital medium as well as uh, 
whatever not notebooks are, <laughs> um, because I, I think it's really important to write down and to to see that connection of you know what you're intending to do, and then being able to cross it or check it off or whatever whatever um, feels good at the end of it. So I take a piece of paper and I write down the two things that I'm going to do. And then my goal is I put the timer on, I put brain FM on and I try to complete that task within 90 minutes. And it's kind of like a game almost, and it's not pass or fail, but if anything comes up, that's a distraction. What I do is instead of trying to remember it, I actually take that piece of paper, flip it back over and I write down those distractions. So then I can push it out of my mind. So you don't have to, re for, you know, uh, be worried you're going to forget to text Luke, you know, kind of thing. So I'll write text yeah. Luke on the piece of paper, flip it back over, and then I keep going. Um, and that is a small technique, but it is wonderful because then you can get back to what you have rather than this worry of whatever. Um, and, um, you know, we live in a busy day. Everyone wants things now. But, you know, if, if they if you know, hey, sorry, I, I'm, I'm on a do not disturb. I'm on a focus sprint. Um, people actually generally really interested in why and, and learning that. So that's really cool. Um, I also divide my week into the same thing I do with my days. So I try to do the hardest thing first on my days and then the easier things at the end because you have less energy at the end of the day. Um, I also try to do the same thing with my weeks. So the hardest things that I'm doing are usually on Mondays and Tuesdays, um, which take the most amount of energy. And then on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays are easier. So, you know, we're recording this on a Wednesday. I usually do my podcast on Wednesdays or Thursdays. Um, so that's something that is super helpful um, because if it's a really easy activity and it can wait, I always put it on Friday. Um, that's something that's helpful. Um, I think uh, energy management, which um, I love, I love uh, that you, you called that because that's what it is. Um, I'm also um, trying to be healthy. Um, I don't always do that, right? But, but I try. Um, I specifically try to do that mostly in the beginning of the week um, because I feel like it helps me with my energy um, rather than at the end of the week because I still want to, you know, go out and have fun and do things. And, and I, I do the same thing with like my workout stuff as well. So hardest things on, on, on Monday, Tuesday, and then I kind of flow into it. And again, this is what works for me. It may not work for other people, but it allows me to wake up on Monday and say, I'm going to crush Monday because Monday is my best day and allow me to keep the momentum to the end of the, of the week. And then by the time I'm in Friday, it's not really like I'm working anymore. It's like I'm finishing up things and then I go into the weekend. Powerful and practical tips. I was not expecting that. Honestly, like you're, you're awesome. You're amazing. Most people, when I ask that question, I get just such a like, cookie cutter answer that was that was incredible thank you for that right i want to start with writing things on paper so this is something that i struggle with because i know intrinsically that when i write things on paper i'm going to get that thing done or i'm generally it's just more implanted into my brain whether it's when i'm journaling whether it's you know uh you know my to-do list or, or whatever it is right my problem is is i've filled up notebooks that stack this high of, of just mm -hmm. notes and things. And I didn't have a good organization process for it. And I would never go back to the notebook and see like, oh, here's what I highlighted or here's what did blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So something that has been a big unlock for me, and I don't know if this is going to help anyone listening, has actually been using the iPad and, and, the, and the pencil, like Apple Pencil. So I, I use this app called Good Notes, where I'm actually able to categorize my notes and I still get the physical feeling of writing things down and I still get the satisfaction of crossing things off the list. And to me, it's, it works just as well. I'm wondering if you think that there's still any difference between paper and having that iPad, that blue light still coming in and still having uh, something like that. For me, practically, while well, traveling and, and just in life, organization and everything it's helped a lot yeah so a uh, quick tip if you like so i have an ipad and i actually have uh i use a different app but um paper like is an amazing screen protector that makes it feel like you're writing on paper it's like 30 bucks it's well i 100 recommend it not affiliated at all but i love it and i tell everyone that uses an ipad to do that um it feels like paper and it's really really cool um 
I think um, for me, it's just actually um, the different modes that I know that I work in and adjust in. So when I, the only reason I'll use a notebook is actually just my daily rituals of reflections um, and, and like what I'm doing kind of thing. So it's more like a journal and like a, a place that I can dump, like do brain dumps in. I find in my iPad that um, I use my iPad as my work only thing. So I think one, one of the, the differences and what, like I could do it all on my iPad, but what's important for me is distinction and differentiation. So it's like those different modes that you're in. Are you in a creative mode? Are you in a deep work mode? Are you learning? Are you trying to absorb information? Um, and that's, that's kind of how I, how I organize my life. So um, this is everything on my mind. It's not just work. And I, I, I that's actually a really important distinction because I think, um, especially as entrepreneurs, things like that, we tend to think of, the business first or our project first and then ourselves, but that's not it. It's yeah, you're an individual, right? You got to have them together. And, and I think that yeah. that's really important. Um, and then when you do these deep work sprints and things like that, that is me just saying I'm doing this one activity. Um, but for me, it actually helps me a lot to have work on my iPad. It's an iPad only for work and for projects and things like that. And then this is everything. Um, and, uh, you know, again, that's what works for me that system man and it's something that it i it's my biggest weak point it's like one of my uh um one of my flaws and and as a young entrepreneur myself i'm running three companies and i'm also trying to travel i'm trying to be fit i'm running this podcast i'm trying to do all these different things and all these things uh fighting for my attention at all times Sometimes I get quite overwhelmed by all the action items in all these different areas and organizing them in a way and not disorganizing, actually prioritizing them in a way that you describe is something that it's like a, it's a, it's a muscle. I'm working on it. I, I don't, I haven't mm -hmm. figured it out. I haven't got it sorted out yet, but where I am going to do this one task right now for 90 minutes. And if I get a text, hey, I need this invoice. Hey, send me this, blah, 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 blah. I'm actively trying to be better at not responding to that. It's not a fire. It doesn't need my attention immediately. So I really love the do not disturb. I really love the intention with how you go about your day. That's something that I will, uh, on our next podcast together, where we have it, I'd love to tell you that I've improved in this. But right now, as, as I'm talking to you, I still let things pull me a million different directions. And mostly it's ego. <laughs> if you think about it, it's probably a lot to do with ego. Feel, wanting to feel, oh, I'm important. I need to respond to this. Or wanting to feel like, oh, I'm available. If you're calling me or texting me, I'll respond. I have to let that go and think of the bigger mission, the bigger uh, vision. And one kind of like, we're, we're running out of time here, but. One thing that I'd love to ask you about is how is your relationship with saying no to things? Sure, I think that's a great question. I wanna to get to that, but you brought up a, a, a big point of prioritization and how sometimes it feels muscling it. And I'd love to give you kind of my take on it because it may be helpful. Um, so what I always do is is I've, I've found, because I same way, same way as you, like, hey, I'm, you know, we're building Brain FM, and not only are we do consumer, we do enterprise, we do medical, we didn't talk about that stuff. Um, you know, we have all these things going, and it's a very complicated thing, as well as, you know, like, you know, my personal stuff, I want to stay fit, you know, same thing. Um, and for a long time, I struggled with this myself. And what I actually found to help me with prioritization is to abstract up. Um, so abstraction is like the power of like Google Maps. Um, almost so your daily life is like street level right where you see the street and it's like in your face and then if you zoom up you can see like the area if you can like city and then you can move, zoom up you can see the state country and then like the world right and I think what happens is a lot of the times it's really hard to see the direction that we're moving in because we're day to day and it's like what's important where are we going all this stuff you're getting impeded and all this stuff and what's really important is to zoom up. And a lot of people know how to do that with what are my goals? And that's like city level-esque thing. And I've, I've said this a few times, I may not have the levels right, but the idea sticks. 
Um, and what, what I always say is that a lot of people know how to set goals um, and they use that to prioritize. But if you're still getting stuck there, go up a level higher. And, and there's another thing called core values, which you may have heard before. And core values are basically finding words that you characterize your life, right? And you characterize and how you set, like, what do you, what do you get out of bed in the morning for? And what is important to you? And if you set those things, it's way easier to prioritize because you have this, this is what Dan Clark is and why I, you know, what means to be me. And the way you set that is like, this is what I want to achieve in my life. This is how I want to, you know, do A, B, and C. And then I build backwards. So like Brain FM, our core values are user first, integrity, um, Kaizen, which means constant, never-ending improvement, right? And then, then complete ownership. Um, and then everything we prioritize, we go through those filters. Um, so there's a lot here. I could probably talk for 25 minutes on the subject alone. But um, if you are struggling with it, I would take a day, a week, two weeks, whatever it is, and try to find some words that really give you the, um, this is what I want my life to be about. And this is me breathing. This is what defines me. And then pass the to-dos and your priorities through that and say, okay, does this, is this the most number one important thing to that? And then may help you with that kind of thing. Um, so I don't know if that helps, but it's something that I've struggled with a lot. And if I can help you, that's, that's why I want to share that. Man, and it's, it serves as a great reminder because sometimes even uh, when you are trying to do all these different things, you, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because I have something, but I do it every day. I review these goals and I have these words and like what my theme of the year is. And, and I'm willing to share it. It's like, Breaking free, leaning in, and cultivating freedom. Those are three. You're already there. That, I love that's it. That's my that's my compass, and that's how I'm I'm trying to navigate. But even I forget to review this and remember this. And then you you when you're at street level, like you described, you get caught up in the minutia, the little details, the little things. Like oh, I gotta get groceries, or I gotta do laundry today. Yeah. Like and then yeah. you you just you forget that. Oh, okay, no, like they're this. These are, this is just steps towards the bigger picture. And so that's really powerful. I really, really like that, uh, that zooming out. It's, it's a practice. It's maybe something that I think like, I almost should put like a reminder in my phone, like, hey, silly, like, like zoom out. Like, just remember what this is all about here, man. Like, don't get yeah. so caught up in the, in the, you know, I gotta send the accountant this thing and I gotta you know, do this, I gotta do that. I gotta yep. call my mom, like, I, you know, like zoom out and be a little bit. It's crazy because it's like, it's being present in the moment, but at the same time, it's it's not. It's realizing that the, this whole thing is all crazy. It's all madness. So like smell the roses a little bit, have some fun with it. So I really do appreciate that insight, Dan. Um, Kind of, we've got a few minutes left. Uh, I know we didn't get to dive into everything Brain FM and, and what you guys are doing, but uh, something that you mentioned there is that you guys are also doing enterprise, medical, this and that. Why don't you talk to us about that a little bit? What kind of initiatives you guys are working on and, and where Brain FM is going? Yeah, sure. So I'm happy to share some things, but some things I just can't share yet either because it's it's not public. Um, but we're doing um, some really interesting things. So we have a uh, enterprise thing that we've been um, creating with a Fortune 100 company, um, which uh, is basically Brain FM as a consumer product, but how to use it inside of an organization and create a, a focused culture there. Um, so that's something that we've been developing for two years and we're uh, uh, um, looking to launch soon. I'm really excited about that. Um, and then we're doing medical stuff. So the same technology that we're using to help you focus, relax, or sleep um, is shown to have effects. Like this is not something that, you know, I'm like, oh, this is what people say. We, we test this with EEG, fMRI, which is like blood flow in your different areas of your brain, um, different kinds of start tasks, things like that. And it's actually the same technology that we're investigating on treating Alzheimer's, autism. We currently use to do ADHD. Um, and we're actually looking into pain management, things like that. So there's a lot of really cool stuff there that we're exploring. 
uh, where we're using the same thing in pre and post-op. So after surgery, before surgery to make someone a better experience. And then some really exciting preliminary results there. Um, so, you know, there's, there's all these things vying for, for the attention of what we're doing. Um, it's really important to understand like, you know, where we're going and all that. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the stuff that we're doing here is, um, bigger than me. Um, that's probably the best way of saying it. And, you know, we're committed to, uh, making sure that we have a product that really works, that, you know, works that you can feel, um, and then can make an, an impact on the world. I, I completely love the mission. I love everything about Brain FM, and I'll be sure to share it with so many more people. To wrap up the podcast, uh, I, I love to ask my guests kind of three questions, and uh, uh, I know we could sit here and probably geek out on, on productivity and all this stuff for hours. I'll definitely have you back on the show. This won't be our, our last time speaking together, uh, but uh, I'm going to dive into our lightning round, if that's cool with you. Let's do it. My first question is, what's your favorite downtime activity? Downtime activity. Um, I've recently got into puzzles. It sounds really crazy, um, but uh, I've been doing puzzles with my girlfriend and it's like super simple and it allows me to like really just process other things I think in my mind. I really like it. I think that puzzles is using more of your brain but it's probably very relaxing to have that those, those connections. I love that. Um, number two, if you could be any superhero, who would you be? Uh, geez, uh, I don't know. Uh, I would probably. But I think you're kind of sleep off guard. Yeah, it does. I mean, I don't think I want to be a superhero, to be completely honest. Um, because then you have their backstory and all these other things and stuff like that. Um, I would probably answer and saying I'd like the powers of probably Superman or something like that. Um, but uh, you know, I I'm fully uh, happy with the life that I have, and and uh, I have my own mission that I have to do. Uh, you you already are a superhero, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and the last and final question on the it's not that deep podcast is kind of a deep question. Uh, how do you want to be remembered? Ooh, great question. Um, I think that memory is interesting. So this might be a really deep one. Um, but if I'm being honest and, and open, um, I think it matters. So memory is depending on how long we zoom out. Um, so if I zoom 100 years now, how will I be remembered? If I zoom 10,000 years or 50,000 or however long the human race lasts, those are all different answers. Um, I think in the immediate term, um, you know, I want to be remembered as someone that's authentic, someone that cares and someone that wants to make an impact. Um, it's something that I, I try to do. I think um, I truly believe that. Um, so this is kind of fun, but Star Trek. So what's cool about Star Trek is that um, they have in that fictional universe, basically no one has wants or desires, right? There's no uh, sexism, there's no racism, there's no, you know, any of that stuff. All of human, uh, everything is solved. And then, you know, what they do is they just explore the universe, right? And one of my, and you know, it, it's kind of not the direct correlation, but one of my things is like, how do we get to Star Trek faster, right? How do we solve the world's problems? How can we do, you know, all of these things? And how can we help people be the best version of themselves? Um, when I was, before I did martial arts, when I was fifth year, fifth in fifth grade, I got bullied every day. I got like, I used to cry every day before going to school and martial arts was a tool that changed me into being more confident and being the best version of me. And I believe brain FM can be that tool to help people be the best version of themselves. And whether you need focus, relaxed or sleep, if you can be the best version of you, that's what I'm trying to do. Um, and I think that anything over, you know, a hundred years from now, maybe I'm a footnote in history, um, but that's a very grandiose statement to even say that. Um, I just want to do my best. And uh, at the end of my life, I want to be, I want to know with myself that I've, I've done my best. And that's what I aspire to do every day. Confidently say that you are doing that, Dan. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. 
I love what you said there about, you know, the mission being becoming the best version of yourself. That's very much what I'm all about, what my podcast is all about, and one of, one of my, my personal missions as well. So I really appreciate your time today. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. And, and let, let's keep this conversation going, man. I really appreciate you. Sounds great. I appreciate it too. This is fun. And just remember, it's not that deep. <laughs>